Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode 122 of Trusty Hogs. I'm Catherine Bohart. I'm Helen Bauer. Yes, she is. (laughs) We are two comedians. We talk about our perfect lives and then we listen to your problems and we try to help. But gosh... It all sounds very difficult. I refuse to solve a problem today until I've solved my own. Oh gosh, what's going on with you now? I'm depressed. You know this. But are you? I cried two days ago to you. But that was because your house was broken into. No, I don't think it was that because I had the depression before my house got burgled. I've been over this, you have, yeah, yeah. And that's how I think I felt like I knew I was going to get burgled because I was down and then I'm still down. But I'm unbelievably proud of you because you've done two constructive things today. Usually when you're depressed, you moan and moan and moan and then try. And I air fry potatoes and I'm like why do I still feel bad and then you try to sort of um, <laughs> hug me and get me to kiss your forehead when you're like extra sweaty because you've been crying and I don't like, sweat when I cry you do oh my god do I you sweat when you cry is that a thing we both do we're actually both quite shiny girls shiny criers we're shiny criers you I do. always it's one of the things we have in common but I don't want to I don't want to kiss your forehead no, when you're crying no I not to like I always categorise myself as an attractive crier. Ooh. And I know that because like, when I was a teenager, I'd be like crying and then I'd like stop to have a look in the mirror for a bit. It's tricky, right? Because like believe women, but also believe Believe me. her. Do believe me. her. <laughs> it's her. not sweat, it's tears from my forehead. <laughs> That's how depressed I am. I cry from every hole. Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Maybe they won't, and that's your problem. They'll have guests, and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. Trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. Wait, I have a question, but my point was that you've done two great things this morning. I'm so proud of you. They're both constructive things. Like, what, are, what did you do this morning? Thank you for asking, Catherine. Yesterday... 
I booked three swim sessions at my local leisure centre. Yes, Helen! Did one this morning at I eight... regret to inform you that exercise still helps. I hate it, though! I know, I it's know. bullshit! But isn't it so annoying that it's true? But I needed it, because all I'm doing at the moment is going out for gigs in the evening, yeah. and during the day, I'm watching Below Deck. I finished season one within, oh, like, God, 24 hours. Well. Season two. Well. I'm back on motor ship Ohana. Okay, she's not okay. We Kate's get... just arrived as a chief stew. We get she's it. We new. feel bad. We're raising funds. And then... I um I booked three swim sessions. You've got to book them way in advance. And I could only book into the slow lane. And I was like, you know what? That's perfect. Because then there's no pressure no. with any speed. And my God, the people in the slow lane at my leisure center. Holy shit. Who are they? I'm the fittest one in no, it. No, I talk me through it. Well, you're pretty, you swim a lot though. I mean, I swim, but like usually like, if, if I'm, I, do, I never go near a fast lane in a swimming pool God, because no. it's just it's just show offs and they're they're aggressive and they're mean. I don't mean. know that I'd even go into the medium lane. I get nervous swimming because people come if they're if they're dicks, they're dicks. But I think in my area there's a lot of mobility issues. <laughs> like, okay, and also the like, slow lane is like wow, and let's be taking honest, the piss. I haven't been to a public um, pool since um, 2020, 2020, just before lockdown, where I went to one in um, uh, uh, Royal Oak and and Charming. I was uh, swimming and a when I got to the end end of the pool a woman was cutting her nails there and I was <laughs> honestly physically sick are you and joking I had to go home and like boil myself I was like I need to be boiled surely like a lifeguard was there to be I like... was looking at the lifeguard like are you fucking kidding me with this and I looked at her like <sighs> and she just looked at me like hmm what a random... Who brings scissors into the pool? But let Surely... me say this. The other day, I was running in Victoria Park. Yeah. And I shit you not, there was a woman genuinely shaving her dog. <laughs> <laughs> that I kind of get. Keep no, the mess outside. No, because, okay, no, how dare she? Because, okay, so Ellen and I came down different sizes. <laughs> we were running together and she was like, there's a woman shaving her dog. And I said, that's fucking disgusting. And she was like, well, it's outside. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. No. It's I, outside. Like, it the, is. The air okay. quality is so bad there as it is. And now, like, I'm running through your fucking dog fuzz. Are you crazy go to your garden or okay you don't have a garden then don't have a fucking dog what whoa Sorry. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow I guess I'm uptight a little at the minute I mean I think you, what you want to lot. say is take the doggy to a groomers but no, cost of living cost of living like you gotta pop him in the shower and shave him there and then rinse it out or like something like you can't be in you can't be <laughs> up on a bench that's dedicated to somebody's missus this is so random and then be like let me shave my dog did I ever tell you about like this is years ago like way before the podcast when my sister got was there a time before the podcast like yes yeah. bth be before trusty hogs right very good very droll um oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm depressed it's gonna take me a minute okay yeah yeah, yeah um, I get it. my sister was living in like a, just a house share with some other people yeah and i went over to visit her because like no one had really heard from her from a couple of days but she was like this was during her i'm an artist I would honestly phase. assume your sister was dead if she didn't get <laughs> she every, every single day so my sister was like living in a house share yeah. this is years and years ago and she was doing um like arts projects she was like obsessed with doing art is she a good artist um she is she's a really yeah, good artist because she's like Mad. Yeah. So her, her piece de resistance, like her favorite things to draw, were yes, corpses and trees. That was like her thing. And like corpses one one Christmas, trees. we all got given a picture of a, a corpse and a tree. No. <laughs> she was like, there you go, enjoy it. And um, she was like, but she was like, she was doing a foundation course at an art school, right? Were the corpses and trees connected in some way? I think she just liked trees. Like was the corpse sat in the tree or just by the tree? No, I mean, it wasn't like a detailed corpse. Jesus. It was like a tree with a corpse. 
a vague corpse is almost more threatening. Yeah, it was, the whole thing's disturbing. Yeah. But she was doing a foundation art degree and like no one had heard from her. So I like, went to go visit her in this house share. And I was like, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? She's like, oh God, so busy, so bloody busy. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, art. And I was like, what sort of art? She's like, I've been spending the last two days just going around London, um, going around groomers. And I was huh? like, what well, animal groomers? She's like, yeah, because I need all the stuff for my new art project. I was like, what's a new art project? And she went, do you want to see? And no, she just looked like no, I'm so over the moon. And I was like, I mean, I do want to see because I'm like curious. But I also feel like this is like a, I'm going to have to either bury the body or call the police. <laughs> like something's <laughs> happened here. She had a plastic bin bag no, full stop. of dog fur. No, <laughs> and she, what And purpose? the way she showed me was by going, vroom, and emptying it onto no, the floor. No, no, I no, still, no one no, knows the purpose. Damn boy, no. Still no one knows the purpose but she had so much and it was from like I mean like we're talking like 50 breeds like it was insane <laughs> but she's like it's clean obviously it's clean I don't like that you still don't know why I don't that makes me feel so I don't much, think I ever asked it makes really me feel so much worse that you don't know why sometimes ignorance I, is blessed I, can be, I have a weird feeling on my skin now do you have a weird feeling on your skin I have a weird feeling on my skin. I didn't like that. <laughs> the best thing about her art phase was her end I of year that. school show, right? And um, like obviously everyone's just I like put up sick. their best pieces and she was doing, she'd not corpses, I think the teachers are torture out of it, but like tree prints for wallpaper, like cream screening. And they crazy. were very good. And hers was very good. But she walked me and a friend, I think it was Francis, around the exhibition. Um, like everyone else was by their art looking like really sheepish because they put all their like love and work into this. And she'd be like, God, it's there, everyone's shit, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> God, that's fucking terrible. That's fucking that's embar- so I'm the only one that's good. Funny. And that's- it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. Anyway, I'm depressed. Um, I went swimming. Wait, so who was in the slow lane? Believe it or not, that's where we started this conversation. <laughs> it's hard to stay focused and not get distracted by dog fur. Um, yeah, I get the it. The slow lane was me, a man who I think is recovering from an operation, and a woman who I think has we wish him well. <laughs> just learnt to swim in her 70s. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Oh my God, my dad got adult swim lessons and it was the sweetest thing. Stop. It's like, oh my God, stop it. It's too heartbreaking. Oh, okay, either that or she just had two shoulder replacements. Something was going on. <laughs> Something was like... They she surely was, don't do those at the same time. It was like a guess of... of it was like a... A hybrid of butterfly breaststroke no. and um, front crawl. Was she drowning? Like, no, she seemed, because every single time I passed her, like, we'd smile. You passed her? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, gently. I gently passed her. <laughs> and I only swam you, for 15 you... minutes because I was like, I don't want to. But sometimes when I go swimming, I make myself too tired and the whole day's a write-off. But yeah. I've got, like, two gigs tonight. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to literally just, like, gently swim for 15 minutes. I did weights for... 18 minutes this morning that's it's enough like, right that's fine yeah, that's cool. enough as long as you did something that's cool and then you feel like you've done it and then I did a hair mask and then oh then, after the chlorine that's genius but I, ha- I have smart. a swim cap do you I have a swim cap everyone good, good. swim cap over my little body just like and then little goggles I look like a right little cretin and then I thought you look so cute and I didn't have a pound for the locker so I risked it Oh, which is absolutely mad things I've just been robbed it sounds like it is mad since you've just been robbed but also it sounds like you took one look in that pool and were like I could chase I any could, of these I people down I could get any of these people <laughs> so fast I'll be fine I can take these, these people easily okay well so um, here's a story about how exercise can be bad for you for balance oh no because I've just got into it and I've got another session on Sunday evening I see if you think this is going to happen to you oh, oh my god I went for a run okay and you saw the dog Oh, that was a different one. Oh my God, you've run twice? 
Uh, yeah. She's beauty. <laughs> um, but I went for a run by myself, which I don't, I haven't done in my new area yet. And I have no sense of direction, as you know. Wait, do you know Ellen Couples run? We don't like hold hands or anything. I run behind her. Okay. Um, she makes me, she doesn't make me. And, um, <laughs> but um, I am ultimately slower. And uh, consequently, I was out, I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to do a lunchtime run and try to pick up my pace because I've been too slow. I felt like I haven't been able to get my 5K fast enough. Uh-huh. And so um, I was like, I'm going to go out and do the fastest three miles I can. And I did what I always do when I don't have Ellen to set the pace. Went out too fast. Oh, Catherine. And what, this hasn't happened to me in years, like years and years and years. But I started really fast and then I got really bre- like short of breath. Nice. And I, it had the same, you know when you're like you're, brain can react to your body and your body can react to your brain so my yeah. brain felt the physical sensation of having a panic attack <gasps> and just basically joined in it was like okay let's do this thing stop and I really truly had to like sit down on the ground and be like you're okay shush shush everything's alright and when my body calmed down my brain did but it hasn't happened to me in so long and I was like oh my fuck God. me and then um Went home and Ellen, who's like basically my running coach, was like, how'd it go, babe? And I was like, I have to be alone in my office now. Please don't Poor speak to me. Poor Irish Catherine. I know, but also like how ridiculous. I basically had a panic attack because I... Your heart rate increased. Because my heart rate increased and because I didn't really know my way around. And also because I... The park um, outside your house? No, I was going to say, I haven't actually been spending much time alone lately. And I was like, this is such a weird thing. So tonight I'm having a practice. Because I live in a house here now and I live with my girlfriend. I'm never by myself. Okay. And consequently, I haven't had like every... I've noticed, I didn't realise I was doing it, but every evening I could technically be by myself. I've been like filling with people. Yeah. And I was like, okay, interesting. Got to maybe rejig that again. What do you think that's about? Do you think it's because it's winter and you're like, I need to be happy, I need to be doing stuff? Maybe. And I think I'm also really stressed about the tour show. And I don't... When I'm alone, I get quite anxious at the minute. Oh, so you just need distraction, distraction. And I was like, okay, I got it. Because I realised I haven't had a night alone like in my room in this new house as well. I think it just doesn't feel like, you know, like a place doesn't feel like home yet. Yeah, because you've moved into someone else's home yeah. sort of thing. So I, I think I got to spend an evening like just like having a bath oh, yes. and being in my room and maybe cooking some dinner. This is so boring. And not but, having like, your girlfriend watch you bath. Like those little things. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's so funny that that's what you think she does when actually she... Yeah, well, there's being couples, you take turns being like mother and baby, no? We kind of do. Yeah. That's actually so true. Um, so sort of like bath time, come on. But if I'm in the bath, get she, the toys she's out. like, boop, boop, boop. close off. But it's everybody's bath time and then gets in. Hey, we all have a group bath. Oh, not when she... Yeah, well, listen. You know my theory, close the door, one person steams, one person baths. I love that for us. <laughs> and to be the fair, only way to the do bathroom's it. insanely big in this house. Like, outrageous. It is, it so is. She, Your bathroom is huge. So she can't, we do sometimes bring in the armchair. That's fine. That's but, nice. th- but it's also important, like, I fucking love alone time. Yeah, like, no, me, me too, usually. Yeah, that's why I think it's, like, noticeable, is that, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm not leaning into that at any point at the minute. Um, so that's what's going on with me. And so, you can just you know, watch crap TV in the bath. Like, I like, yeah. like a bath alone is the laptop on the toilet. Do you know what I'm really enjoying, is, which is 10-minute episodes and really kind of sexy but also fun, is, have you ever watched Cheaters? No. They're just these 10-minute episodes on BBC. Is that BBC iPlayer? I've yeah. seen it on it's Gogglebox. Su- it's Susie Wacoma's show. Yeah. It's great. 
nice. I've seen the Gogglebox teaser, which is the first episode where yeah. they sleep together. Yeah. But then the next day they find out they both they're they like across they're the across the road from each other and they've both got partners. They cheat on their partners when they're away in Finland, and then they get oh, home. the most romantic of countries. Well, like they like let's see a reindeer they, like, and do a sixty-nine. Into, no, no, they didn't. They didn't know each other. They didn't know each other. They ran into each other there at a conference thing, and they were locked, turned and then on. Went home, and then we're like, "That's fine. We'll never see that person again." And then both got home to their doors and was like, "What the fuck?" It's fun. It's like, but also ten minutes is like a nice amount of time to watch something. Sometimes I think. So. What's the most sexy country to have an affair in? It can't be Scandinavia. Brazil. Brazil. It's Brazil. That's hot. That's just no, because I, I I know not all of it is a beach, but I feel like there'd be sand involved. I don't think sand is sexy. I know people I think, think so. it is, but it's not. Out, Water's sexy. You'd eat beautiful food. You'd have some gorgeous red wine. You'd go to a salsa club and then you'd fuck. I don't really know Brazilian food. What is it? It's a lot of meat. Ooh. Mm, Brazilian barbecue is a big thing. What's the Brazilian barbecue? I don't eat meat, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the <laughs> sexiest, just meat that I can't eat. It's it's the denial that turns me on. <laughs> Honestly, the other day, Ellen told me that she thinks I'm happiest when I'm abstaining from something. <laughs> I bet you fucking are. Like, I'm happiest You when along I'm, with every other Catholic. I'm happiest when I'm denying myself something. It's so true. Hey, guys, I've just given up chocolate. Genuinely. It's like, the, I'm so pleased with myself you're when pious, I'm denying myself And then you something. like telling people, like, you can enjoy that. I can't. Like, I have a second story about how exercise is bad for you. This one. This is so not helpful because I'm literally just forcing myself no, but into swimming it. Swimming is great, but can I just? Tell you should have seen me at eight fifteen this morning. Okay, and I'm putting so... on a tracksuit to walk to the pool. I'm so proud of you. That's so cool. Is my swimsuit too tight now? Yes. Don't worry about it. Um, so my I, tits were like. Well, I just feel like I talk about um, how much I do Pilates and I love it. I just came from a class, um, and it was amazing. Oh my God. But I shout out to. My favorite instructor. Shout out. That's a lie. They're all my favorite instructor. Oh my god, you're so annoying. <laughs> but um, but I was in class the other day, and I actually probably shouldn't be so specific. Look, can we beep the? Thank you. The names of the class. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Helen. I was in this class. Yeah, sorry. I really want to hear about. And this. at the start of the class, yeah. somebody let out one of the worst, foulest silent farts I've ever smelled. And I was like, this has got to be a joke. Was it, could it have been you? No, it wasn't me. I was like, this is a joke. Sometimes you don't know. I was like, that's like so bad. I can't <laughs> breathe. And somebody's being like, breathe. And you're like, I actually can't. Like, I feel sick. And eventually it went. And I was like, thank fuck. Within seconds, another. No. It was a constant flow of what I can only describe as like eye watering, like in your mouth. Like horrific, I moved machines. Do you think someone had a bit of dairy or something? I had to move machines. And when I moved machines, <laughs> like six machines over, the instructor came over and was like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, 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 I, I, yeah fine, yeah, yeah, fine. Fine, 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 I'll tell you after. And she's like, okay. And then... Um, you told? No, no, no. <laughs> You're such a obviously rat Obviously, of a obviously not. No, obviously not. I just need um, to... I'll stay at the end of the class. Sorry, but she was... <laughs> Fucking dripping from her arsehole. I know. No, but that's business. the worst part. Is I could. It's like we got a gas leak in here. Call the oh, plumber. Like. Have I ever been wrong? Um, <laughs> hey, here's the thing, though. I couldn't just. That it was so pervasive. And so pungent. Wait, I couldn't have told you where. Pervasive. It was everywhere. Okay. I couldn't have told. I'd you. say omnipresent. It was so omnipresent. We're doing big words. It was so omnipresent and omnibenevolent. Well, I don't know if it was omnibenevolent. It was actively not. It was all knowing. Nope. <laughs> that but gas knew what it was doing. What I'll say is. I couldn't have, you couldn't have paid me to discern where it was coming from. It was a fucking mystery. I moved six machines over. I'm still gagging. I'm like, 
what is this? And it's never happened to me before in a class ever. And I'm sure it happens at yoga. It and might have been time. you. It wasn't me. Uh. Helen, this person must have been leaving the ground. Like they must have known. <laughs> like you would know if this was coming out of you. Can I can I ask a question? Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. In Pilates, is there a lot of moments where your cheeks are technically spread? No. Because sometimes those farts can be the there's worst ones that are like... <sighs> no, it's not that, but there's a lot... <laughs> that, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. I got it. I don't want to make sure I the listener it. at home can I hear it. I want to make sure the listener I at home can hear it. it. This isn't just for us, this is for everyone else. Ready? <sighs> and like, what I'm doing here, you've got to we really imagine <laughs> the arse cheeks are parted. Like, you know when you're in bed with someone and you don't want them to hear it, so you, you open and you let it without a push, just let it breathe. Um, maybe it was one of those because maybe that happens in Pilates but your cheeks are together for most of it is it? It was hor- yeah because they're actively you have to clench your glutes and your abs oh so the release is what fucks out. it yeah. <laughs> it was horrific but listen what I guess I'm saying is that no like, one farted in the pool that you know of how do you know? Because I had goggles on and I was like checking everyone's butts with every bob. Checking for like, bubbles? Checking for yeah. bubbles? Just like butt watch. Yeah, that's fun. Butt watch is cute. They should have called Baywatch butt watch. That would have been nice. Butt watch. I, I've got a question to ask you about exercising. Sorry, did you just rub some dirt out of the back of your ear? I feel like I've got then... a spot growing out of my ear. That's not better. But I was just checking there was no dirt on it. But there isn't. Fab. There isn't. Fabulous. Do you ever get that? Like. Um, dirt behind your ear because you forgot to wash behind them. No. The adults who, uh, who em are... Em and Alex both look really upset right now. They're just like, no, man. I, no. Did a, I did a hair mask. Remember that? I did a hair mask. And now the rest of us behind Do you, know, you, you want to know what's in my hair mask? What? It's some peach and a manuka honey. Why? Did your hair have a sore throat? <laughs> <laughs> just for context. <laughs> Catherine said that earlier. I was like, paper did a hair mask. It had manuka honey in it. And she's like, did, did your hair have a sore throat? And Alex lost his mind. <laughs> Loved it. He couldn't <laughs> breathe. But then I couldn't. I, you I, couldn't perform it. Because you set me up. I didn't expect you to. And okay, let's do, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Okay. 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 Um, oh my God, you guys. I did a hair mask today. Whoa, what kind? What was even in it? It was like an Aussie one, Aussie mm. SOS. It was wow. something peach and um, manuka honey. Why? Did your hair have a sore throat? Slay! <laughs> Slay, queen! Slay! Thank you, guys. Thank you. It was better I the second time round. I'm such a dad. That's a good joke. Thanks, babe. I appreciate it. How's, um, how's tour prep going? <laughs> Talking about good jokes. Yeah, I say I'm at that place where I've lost my mind with it. You know what I mean? The work in progresses are becoming more and more hysterical. Have you got to the point where you're like, fuck it, I might just do a dance routine? I've gotten to the stage where I'm like, because I'm doing a dance routine. Where I'm like, okay. If I just speak faster, I'll get it all in. Oh, you've got too much stuff. Yeah. And oh. I therefore don't know what the story is. I don't know what the show is. I don't know. I'm just Can like. Can I just remind you of what people always tell me when I have too much? All you are is a head for next year. Just. Oh, I like that. Take it out and take your time because okay. it will grow longer as well. Yeah, I like that. And I can guarantee you. I just can't there'll be a couple. The there'll be a couple of bits in it. That will, well, I'm seeing it on Saturday, so I'm more than happy to have a chat with you on the way home. I think this, but like, I think it's basically about being like confused because I am ultimately like doing my best and doing well and 35 and still somehow, like lots of people, find myself in a house share and like I just learned to drive and it feels like. Well, worse than other people, you've gone back. You were by yourself and now you're in a house share. Thank you, Helen. Yeah. That's Thank what's you. tougher for you because yeah, of the, the yeah, regression. Yeah. No, indeed, indeed. And indeed. you say like lots of people, most 35-year-olds are living independently around the whole of the country. It's um, you with your, your bourgeoisie champagne socialist lifestyle of London. 
I've been listening to Alan Partridge on the way here. Well, I can really tell. Also, you're way less compassionate when you're depressed. Should we bring in our guest? I'm being such a dick, aren't I? Please, welcome to the podcast. Hopefully, she's in a better mood than you. I'll be nice, I swear. It's our wonderful guest, (laughs) Kiri Richard McLean. Woo! Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Good day and welcome to Trusty Hogs in Australia. Um, we're going to be bush pigs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an Australian version of Trusty Hogs. I think what we need to say is we're going on tour, both going, of us. Yes, to sorry. Australia. Australia. We'll both be playing. I'll be playing Melbourne and Sydney. You'll be playing Melbourne and? Sydney and Brisbane and Perth. Fabulous. I will be in Melbourne. I'll be at the Western Three at the International Comedy Festival. You can buy tickets for my show now. And at Sydney, I'll be at the Factory Theatre and you can buy tickets for my show now. And in Melbourne, I'll be at the Greek, which I have looked on Google Maps and it is very close to Catherine's venue. Isn't that so cute? We're super close. And then, no, I think you'll be picking me up. Oh. I think That's I need standard. to check that um, but come pick us up come pick, come us, pick up. us up um, Sydney I'll be at the factory theatre with Catherine and that's super close to the Cute. ice cream place um, Brisbane I'll be at Powerhouse and in Perth can I'll... a powerhouse be inside of a powerhouse she will be <laughs> I'll be bloody there and at Perth I'll be at the Perth Comedy Festival uh, for the Regal Theatre Cool. And we'll also bring in Trusty Hogs Live yeah. to Australia. Melbourne and Sydney, bitches. It's on sale. I've never said bitches before in my life. It I felt said. really wrong. It felt really weird. I said it on a Bitches, like, get your tickets. No, that's hideous. <laughs> well, anyway, see you there, Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. No, we've been over this. Aussie. Um, hoggy, hoggy, hoggy. Yeah. Oh. We oh. both got it wrong. Uh, we'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Catherine Bohart and I'm going to the Soho Theatre in London for two weeks in March. Now, wouldn't it be convenient if they were back-to-back and I could just tell you the dates? Of course it would. They're not. The first one begins the week commencing the 4th of March and the second one, after a week's break, begins the week commencing the 18th of March. So, early March, late March, where will I be? Soho Theatre, my loves. And I'd love to see you there. Um, the tickets I haven't sold necessarily as fast as I'd like them to. But listen, there are some available. And I'll be there doing my goddamn best with my new show. I'm de- That's the debut of my new show. So please come. I'd be thrilled to have you in the audience. The show is called Again With Feelings. And the earlier you buy your tickets at Soho, uh, the less expensive they are. Thank you so much. It's me, Helen Bauer from Disney Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> want to say I'm doing my show one last time in the UK at the Earth in Hackney in London on March 2nd it's a double bill with Olga Koch you can see both of us you can see one of us come for the whole night you've got like a little break in between us to go get some food it's going to be magical it's going to be sexy and I'd love to see you there thank you Stop touching my hair, I did a hair mask.
Oh, that is nice. Isn't really nice? good. She yeah. doesn't need encouragement, Kiri. She's told us she did a face mask, a face mask, hair mask about 17 times. I today. love a hair mask, though. It felt really good. I basically was like, swam but with a hair cap on so I didn't even need to do it but then I went to Superdrug and I was like I'm getting a fucking hair mask and I bought retinol for the first time okay yeah have you heard about retinol yes it's like the it's the it's the super one right it's what everyone's doing if on TikTok if a teenager's made a TikTok video about it I've used it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course yeah. I know what but retinol is if you put it on and go in the sun your face will burn yeah you mustn't you have Up. to wear SPF Yeah. so you have to wear SPF but here's the smart thing put it on before you go to bed <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone else does. Helen. Yeah, is it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I genuinely thought I'd come up with a hack where I have to buy sun cream. What? No, you. Should... Either way, I've crushed it. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I'm great. You're learning love. I'm already? learning so much because I don't have TikTok because I have. <gasps> I know. Whoa. Well, I actually have. Like, right, I'm gonna let you behind the curtain now. I have a TikTok account and I send the stuff over to someone else. Mm-hmm. However, I because I have ADHD properly as well I've had it for a long time um, before anyone tells me about that fucking panorama Kiri actually invented it she actually I invented was the it. first person what to have panorama? it I'm so sick of saying it well there's a panorama documentary which is probably deeply unhelpful that said loads of people are being overdiagnosed and it's because you know that they want to monetize people's need right, for treatment okay, etc right, okay. so people keep messaging me going are you worried you've got a false diagnosis I was like oh my god uh, well it was 13 years ago so I don't think I was part are of the are you system. worried you're overstepping <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but my whole you will know this as women with podcasts where you speak freely listen people's whole relationship is overstepping with you yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah. 100% <laughs> yeah, but yeah, also yeah. like it's annoying when it's really accurate because oh, you're like you shouldn't it. know all this yeah. yeah, but you do you know more than my close friends know it yeah. is weird when you're like who told I told you that yeah. yeah, that's on me. That's on me. It is. I need to me. stop reading my diary out loud, and I think uh-huh. it would stop. Out of pure ignorance, what happens if a person with ADHD goes on TikTok? Well, the brilliant Cat <laughs> Sadler. Uh, who, who has ADHD yes. said I stay up till three o'clock in the morning, and, and the time just goes. And I have to I uh, because I didn't I got diagnosed, and then I, I, they were just like, "You've got this," and they're not even a pamphlet about what it entails. I sort of built all these things into my life, so I've never had a games app on my phone because I got hyper focused. I got addicted. I was not leaving the house because I was playing like a literature solitaire thing. So Whoa. I know now not to do that. And so solitaire. It's all the ones you could. I remember being in Paris with my friend as a nineteen, a lithe nineteen-year-old, and she's like, "Should we go out?" And I was like, "Yeah, I've just got to do this." And I was like, "It was." I've got to do this. I've got to do. I've got to complete the line. This. I want to see the little. I want to see the ace. Wait, is this spider across. solitaire? Um, no, not even the no, complicated like, normal oh. one. Yeah, really. Basic bitch solitaire. Yeah. So I know if I had TikTok, it would rot my brain. Yeah. Um, so I do have a TikTok account and I send everything over. That, but, and Good for you. Yes, I have Good a dear friend you. who is, deals with all that. That's really Good smart because at the moment on TikTok, there's this thing called Neil the Seal, okay. who is a seal in Tasmania in Australia who thinks he's human. And I cannot stop watching I feel him. like Neil's been around for a while. I feel like Neil the Seal has been around for a bit. I've Here he's not even on TikTok and him. she's already heard of Neil. <laughs> Why am I on such an old algorithm? I don't know, you just found out about retinol. It's wild. Did you guys hear about Donald Trump? <laughs> he's going to get elected. Wait till <laughs> you find out what happens to Charlie's finger. It's going <laughs> to no, blow. No, no, oh, don't tell me, don't tell me. Don't ruin it. <laughs> no, but Neil's oh so silly. He's just like humping like bollards all the time. He loves cones. And he thinks he's human. Because yeah, he's always in town. Okay. And the police have to be like, come on, Neil, beckon the boy. Love That's it. Bay in English. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Gosh, Kiri, mm-hmm. you have a farm. Yeah. You were wearing a jacket with chicken my, feed in your pocket. My chicken, yeah, my chicken feeding jacket, yeah. Can I ask a question? In my head, the dream is owning chickens. Yes. Do they vibe with you? 
Interesting. Do you mean do you have a bond like a normal pet? Yeah, is it like... Like, do you feel a kinship like you would with a dog? With two of them, yes. One uh, who is an ex-cage ten who's got a permanent limp from how she was. She sounds oh, like a she, badass. She she nearly died because she got, like, bullied by the others. Because chickens will do this thing when there's a weak one, they'll be like, kill it. So they're, like, nuts. Oh, they're, they're girls. It's like they're, yeah, they're boarding school girls. Yeah. So <laughs> they find a weak one, they go in on it. Also, they're really stimulated by red because of blood. So if anything has a bit of red on it, they will, like, peck it to death. So... Limpy is her name, and she oh was... My God. Never ask about a farm, it will get dark fast. So Limpy was really unwell, and they were all bullying her, and she was just fading because she wasn't eating. And I remember going in there, and she, like, ran and sat on my lap and would eat. She would only eat from my hand. And oh, then, come on, and, and then we had her in the house, and then she's great now, and, like, kind of the boss. Nice. So she's lovely, loves to be picked up, falls asleep when you stroke her. Oh, come oh, on. Yeah. I'm obsessed. She's really I'm obsessed. good. What's wrong with the other fuck ones? Um, well, the other ones is... Uh, uh, they're just a bit wild. They're they're like a breed that is half wild jungle fowl, so they're nuts. They just like do what they want. Except what, the smallest one, um, who sits in my her name's Shoned, and she's like this big. Shoned, yeah, and Shoned sits in my hand and eats as well. She's just cottoned on that if if I if she like puts up with me holding her, she gets More the night the nice treats. Yeah, <gasps> I give her the sweets. Yeah. I love Shoned. Yeah, and she screeches at me in the morning to come and pick her up and like feed her. So they're nice, and the others, I take or leave them. So you've got chickens, nice. you've got a dog. Is there any other animals on the farm? Um, just a cat, and then just, like, what's knock, knocking around in the wild. So, like, the the farm has got, like, a, there's, like, a lake at the back and stuff like that, and we back onto a nature reserve, so we have lots of, like, pheasants and herons and red squirrels and stuff but like so that. But so it's not, you have red squirrels? Yeah, because on the island I live on, Anisborn <gasps> slash Anglesey, um, it is only red squirrels. Whereas when I was growing up, what? there was grey squirrels everywhere because when I drove to my primary school, you'd see them all. And uh, I was like, what happened with those? And I, <laughs> I looked up, you know, you can go to like Google News, like Google, like squirrels, Anglesey. And there was like an article from like 2010 that was like, we need to do something about these grey squirrels. They but w- they said, we're not going to cull them. We're not going to cull them. And then they... It was Spray like, paint, was it? Well, it was 2014. <laughs> they came back and they said, listen, we're going to trap them. And then in like 2018, it was like, good news, only red squirrels. The cull was a complete success. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah at some yeah. point they flipped that and were like, we just need to kill these. The thing these. is, you're culling one or the other, right? And because if you don't cull the grey ones, the, they will cull the red ones. Really? Yeah, they are grey squirrels sick. killers? They make, no, yeah. they make them sick. by It's something in their skin, isn't it? An enzyme. They're also just much bigger. Bigger, the grey squirrels, red squirrels are tiny. So, but, yeah. they, but they give them an inf- they give them a contagious disease and then they die. And so you are calling one or the other, and the red ones rarer and let's be honest, hotter. So yeah, um, much I hot. mean, so I think yeah, it's cuter. Really like, <laughs> you feel like you're describing yourself like. Yeah. But if you have to finger <laughs> a squirrel, you go for the red one, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: their red squirrels used to be all over Ireland when I was growing up, and then they're all completely disappeared, and it's so really? sad. Yeah, really yeah, because there was a big news thing where it's like a grey squirrel had been found on the island because yeah. there's two bridges and one had like I run love across. whales oh. so much yeah it's very <laughs> a grey squirrel has been seen on the island yeah 10 o'clock news <laughs> it's there I will, I lived in a small village well it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger but I grew up in a small village and there was genuinely headline news in the last three years about a chicken crossing a road as in there was a chicken <laughs> crossing the main road in Clonzilla and everyone was just like did you hear about the chicken and I was like and you're, we're not doing a joke are we not <laughs> everyone's just like that cannot be I at- was obviously like why and everyone was like <laughs> what <laughs> calls the squirrels though I want to know this like is it like a group It'll of be people control, won't it? yeah but you just know where I'm from that's like you imagine sort of like maybe they're maybe they're caught in a, a cage and then they're gassed or something like that <gasps> no but I actually think it'll just be thick lad one tooth big hammer 
<laughs> I honestly know. Hi, yeah, my name's Davis. Yeah. I'm in charge of pest control. Exactly that. There'll be blood on my hands, but I'll wash them later. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. <laughs> That's so funny. That's like... Um, I hope he gets paid well, because that must be quite like emotionally tough as well. I think he'd do it for free. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's what candidates running through my mind. A group of lads just like, I'd love to, honestly, be an honour. <laughs> that reminds me of... My dad works in a church, because he's a deacon. Yeah, he would, um, yeah. One Sunday they had an issue because there there was a pigeon in the church Ooh. and they could not get this thing out. They were like literally like covering the front of the church with breadcrumbs to try to lure this pigeon out, but it wasn't coming for the life of them. So, <laughs> and then a, a man was like, "Oh, I'll sort it out," and went and got a gun. Yeah, that's all God's creatures. All God's creatures. Yeah, but also they've got to know where they belong. Oh wow, you are a farmer. I'm on. I'm on the. I'm You're on, on the, team gun. I'm on team gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, wow. I was just talking How about this. How do you shoot a pigeon? They're pretty fast movers. No, they're not. No, they're not. Also, it'll be like, it'll be up in the, yeah, if you take your time with it. They're not flying around until you go and destroy Sorry, did I say a man went and got a gun? Kiri went and got a gun. <laughs> Kiri, Kiri came yeah. over to Consella with a gun. Yeah, she was there, good to go. I was you telling. Could take anything on Ryan. She was like, I'll do it for free. <laughs> I was telling uh, Rachel Febben about this this morning, that um, the farm I grew up on, my uh was has lots of like pigeons in barns and things like that and it's quite common for people to come around with a gun and go do you want me to shoot all your pigeons because they just want to shoot stuff or they go do you want me to can i shoot all your pheasants um uh, <gasps> what, like in the city when they're like should i clean your windows yeah it's exactly like that Whoa. it's exactly oh, can i do your gutters also i'm gonna go and kill a lot of pigeons <laughs> can i clean your windows can i clear your gutters it's very they do sound euphemistic when you say them i don't know why uh, thank you. <laughs> and is this the same group well, of guys that want to do the do. squirrels? Like, yes. it's the same sort of lads. It's, yeah. the same, it's exactly the same lads. Got anything I can shoot? <laughs> There's something about the barns where I grew up is they look, the front of them looks like um, where you keep homing pigeons. So we would always get lost homing pigeons. I'm going to have to stop you there. We don't know what those look like. Yes, we do. Homing pigeons. No, I know what a homing pigeon looks like. I don't know what a barn where you keep homing pigeons They're just like, like little houses, like little yeah. sheds, like pigeonholes. So they just look, it just Correction, looks... Bit, I don't know. Yeah, so it's just... Like it just looks. I, I couldn't necessarily describe why and which bit, okay. but we'd often get lost homing pigeons being like, "I'm home," and then they they're tame, so they don't really know what to do. Oh. It would happen every few years. Do and they my have dad's, letters? <laughs> they have little bands on their things. Oh, do, we're not doing letters anymore. Right. Um. Yeah. It just it's really inefficient. Yeah. yeah have you I heard about that. WhatsApp? Though? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only other thing that's double sided encrypted is a pigeon. <laughs> so. They, these little homing pigeons would stop and my dad would always get attached and feed them grain and stuff yeah. like that and until they were sort of like well enough to go again and so this guy came around and said oh can I shoot you pigeons and my dad said yeah of course you can but don't you see that one in the yard that is too thick to fly away obviously don't shoot that that's got my pet and of course he shot the pigeon yeah he killed the pigeon and my dad was like never again <laughs> like my dad is very my dad was very sort of like to the point once it, you know like not a friend of the animals but he was deeply upset that pigeon he understood the pigeon that one yeah, he got. was the door he really wanted i think <laughs> oh that is devastating and he was he was very upset that about is that. devastating because yeah. i don't think pigeons like they're just they are a bit thick aren't they just in general yes. all pigeons because there was one yes. that came into the bakery when i used to work there and it was like massive bakery like massive eaves it's now you can go see it it's now a gales in east dulwich um but we had a pigeon that came in one morning but my boss was like oh we can't close and get rid of it because um, they'll be upset if we lose business like the owners and I was like well there's a pigeon and people are eating 
but the pigeon sort of made its home in one corner over one little section and he was like just don't say anything and then someone was drinking their coffee no, and it no, booed no. straight into it so then my job was to like put tape in the section it was in being like look up do not sit under me I'm booing like and it just stayed there all day of course it did it's having yeah. a great time it's in a bread bakery did you yeah. put a sign that said don't look up don't sit under me I'm pooing yeah you yeah. already had the sign, right? Always. <laughs> Finally, yeah, the fun fun. Like, here we go. <laughs> Lock up. And I remember because a comedian, <laughs> you know, Ruth Hunter was staying at mine. Oh, I love Ruth. Mine, and she was like, staying at mine. I was like, whenever comedians stayed at mine, I'd always be like, oh, come down and like get a coffee in the morning. Yeah. I'll be at work. And she came down. She's like, so like busy today. And I was like, I'm on pigeon watch. Like, <laughs> and she's got a video of me in an apron being like, because <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting in a mundane job when a pigeon comes no, in. No, I do agree. It's dog in the playground territory. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Was there anything more exciting? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, actually, stag beetle, happened. stag beetle in the playground. Do you ever have that? No, no but can I no, say okay, this? No, what if? I... <laughs> Infant school, stag beetle, dinner ladies took groups out. To I look grew up at in it. an Irish housing estate, so the equivalent was horse on the green. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. horse on the green. What's the green? The only part of green space in the housing estate. Okay, okay. Yeah, and yeah, then there'd yeah. be some lad. Without a saddle on a horse in the green, and you'd be like, "That was my." I think my only interaction with what I thought Irish culture was, because I grew up with like around horses, and there's lots of horses yeah. where I'm from, is imagining Irish boys galloping ponies up and down housing estates. I yeah. just thought that's that was Ireland. That was horse on the roundabout was not uncommon either. I thought you were going to say the Alan Partridge quote when he's like, come on, Ireland, you know Ireland, kids with no shoes on, horses on a council estate. <laughs> so we shouldn't have said it. We shouldn't have said it. No, no. It's still funny though. Well, they had shoes. Laugh. They weren't necessarily their <laughs> shoes, but they found them. This they is them. Ireland. Yeah. No, I mean, no. Oh, God. My mother would be like, don't be telling people about that where we live. That's what we like. My mom was the one, those women who, um, you know, who... Um, behaved in the most glamorous way even when it didn't necessarily fit our station and um, our station caught up with us but she <laughs> like if you'd put your shoes out the front of the house or like you know like if you take, take your shoes off after a run or something my mother would be like what do you think this is a tenement like she would, she would think that was the most shameful thing you could that do. That was too Irish. What was it? She'd just be very embarrassed. Okay, if you want leaving shoes? shoes outside the house. Yeah, just like people would know that we're like. On what? How do you own shoes? <laughs> Honestly, yes, yes. That's mad. Yeah, but when you grow up, like, my mom grew up in a council house, and I think there's, like, you have to, like, create these sort of fake rules about who's better than who based uh, on okay. sort of, like, and who's the least, like, seems like they... Oh, so it's like an etiquette. Who's, yeah. who's refined, who knows yeah. who's invisible. Yeah. And it's unrefined to leave shoes outside. Because I think yeah. of that as, like, like Wellington's on a doorstep. It's yeah, this yeah. there's a like, boot jack there. <laughs> yeah, this there's... isn't really that, I'd say. This is more like... This is more like... Some muddy Clarks. This is we? Ireland. This is Ireland. <laughs> oh God! I hope my mother doesn't feel ashamed of me for saying that. I had a friend whose mum once screamed at her from a car because, like, there was a phase at school where it was really cool to go into town after school and get a milkshake from a place called Mochaccinos. It's now closed down. Milkshake from Mochaccinos. Mochaccinos. You would think. Mochaccinos from Mochaccinos. Yeah, but we're, we're children. We're children, yeah. right? Okay. And oh, like, right, sorry. They do serve Mochaccinos. It's not just a milkshake. I imagine they did, but okay, like fine. they did milkshakes and it was like the first milkshake in Fleet. So we were losing our bloody minds. Yeah. And we were walking along and she was drinking her milkshake and her mum like drove past us and like hit the car horn and was like, I raised you better than to walk and drink. <laughs> I was like, had never heard about that being a thing before. Love that. But you not can't to not walk like, and drink. scream out the car. That's a... 
Do you remember your first milkshake? <laughs> well, she was Irish, the mother. First milkshake. Mm. First milkshake. God, oh, I'm glad we got onto this. question. <laughs> I think, actually, there was a time... It, so my secondary school d- had built, like, a conservatory, which was sort of like an addition to the main cafeteria. Uh-huh. And in the conservatory, they were like, guys... Um, we're getting a milk bar and everyone's like huge news Whoa. so there's going to be a milk bar and at the time like when you grow up in rural Wales you're like that's what feels American how glamorous yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh exactly my God. Yes, yes, and yes. we could there was only three flavours of course there was like chocolate strawberry vanilla yeah. but still and then huge and then a, 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 maybe a couple of weeks later Jamie Oliver rears his head there's this oh, huge revolution. Me. The milk bar gets shut down. No. Yeah, like like caution tape all over it. And it's like, no one's allowed milkshakes anymore. Even though it was just like making kids who were largely from like, there's a big council estate there that's like got real big problems with deprivation. Like they're getting calcium. They Let need them dairy. Have, let them have a milkshake. And then also I remember there being a big thing like, right, because Jamie Oliver's on television, we're not allowed turkey twistlers anymore. And also <laughs> we have been serving chips every day in the canteen and it's really not on. So it will now be, it will now be every other day day <laughs> so there was like all these sweeping reforms that were brought in and so the milk bar r.i.p it's gone it's gone what did they replace Whoa. the chips with <laughs> potato they, waffles i was genuinely like smileys or something like that so they just they just switched wow, it living the fucking dream it must That's have been wicked. amazing to be a dinner lady during that moment oh the two things that stand out from my dinner ladies so start first of all i went from a very small like village private school type thing that was yeah. like set in a forest very something we had our Unpack lunches to a massive high school that's incredibly rough. Yeah. So at like a normal school, basically. Yeah. So that was quite a cultural uh, exchange. And I remember I was having school dinners, which I thought was so glamorous. And I remember coming home, and uh, my parents said, well, "How was it? What were school dinners like?" And I said, "Um, I don't really understand what's going on." And apparently, the story I said was that I was going along with my tray, and they're so on autopilot that I had a sandwich, and she went, "John gravy doll," because that's the whatever you got. They went, "John gravy doll, John gravy doll," and I was like, "I'm fine for gravy with." my cheese sandwich thank you oh this weird God, little private school kid so is like bad. I don't know what's going on <laughs> and the other thing I remember is uh, is the second word you were saying there doll doll yeah so uh, like it's a term of endearment wow okay so yeah doll uh, yeah like a like a doll like, yeah yeah okay got you, got you I'm totally enchanted by this accent it's incredible <laughs> that's what well I didn't pull you up on it earlier but I was like she's doing that thing that English people do where they do a Welsh accent and they do a oh, South the Welsh accent because of Gavin and Stacey yeah, yeah. I get it because of Gavin yeah. and Stacey also there's no real English language representation of a North Walian accent you I you are I the representation no I don't even really have it um, like because where I'm from people talk like this yeah and they like <sighs> Roll the R's, but wow. I don't. I don't speak like that. That's Everyone's always so... gone. Why do you sound so English? And I used to go private school because I thought that's what it was. But none of my none of my friends really, even if their first language Welsh had the accent. It's a weird thing. Whoa. Yeah. Oh Anglesey is that the accent? No. 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 One more time. Angles. Anglesey. No. Uh, what would we say? Anglesey. 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 So yeah. So when the, the the pattern of the sentence is different, yeah. Oh, we're South Wheelians, more like so rolls and yeah. It's it's a real hug of an accent. Um. Okay. God, I it think is. it's a bit like. I think it's a bit hoggy and then a little bit sexy. <laughs> it is wow. sexy. Yeah. Uh, if you, I think, if you met any man or woman with a particularly strong gog accent, North North Wales accent, you would. I don't think you'd be like. Whoa. I'm telling you now, if a I... guy came over with like 20 dead grey squirrels and spoke to me like that, <laughs> my knickers would be off and I'd be so Yeah, pissed. they will. Like... I will call my brother after this. <laughs> and arrange I'd love to hear from him. I'd love to hear from him. Hinge isn't going very well. I changed my parameters to make it exactly what I wanted because I wanted to be clear and I've had no likes. I preferred it when it was just horrendous people. Well... 
my friends are on Hinge in the in the area, and because you got to like it's you're quite spread out. You've got to make your distances a bit further. Forever matching with people in Ireland. <laughs> forever. Really? Yeah. I was just meant to say you're going to say because that or um, as is the classic Irish problem, you have to set it really wide. Otherwise, it is just like your family. Yeah. Yeah. Your family. A, the I, the first you. time I went on a queer app in Ireland, third person, my sister, who I didn't know was out at the time, and we talked about it since. But both of us were just like. Did you match? No. no okay. She's too young. She's too young. I don't want to make my brother jealous. I've been on a dating, only ever been on one dating app and it was for 15 minutes. Yeah. And I, I, down, I downloaded it and looked on it and there was a, in the first five men, there was two men that I knew, one, one from uni, one from comedy. And no. I was like, done, bye. No. Just no, I this. love no. it when I get a comedian pop up. Really? Well, yeah. obviously your nose. Because I'm just, I'm just like, I want to see what they've written. And usually, I've got to say, their profiles are better yeah. than the average yeah. ones. They've yeah. just got like a bit of swagger, a bit of fun. But you know they're lying. But I also know how many <laughs> girls are looking at it, going, "Oh my god!" Love, 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 love. Whereas yeah. the other side of it is, "Oh my like, god!" They're like, "Ugh!" Yeah. You think you're funny? Dusting. You think you're funny? What's wrong with that unit talking? Like, yeah, they're absolutely hor- like they're, they're horrified. By me. Kiri, we get problems in from our listeners. What kind of advice do you give? Ooh. What kind of advice giver are you? you I say? think I'm like overly thoughtful and earnest. I spend a lot of my time on WhatsApp administering often solicited advice. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> no, wait, wait. No, but not, always, not always. Not always. <laughs> I'd say sometimes to me. Yeah. You give yes. a very thoughtful voice note. Yes. <sighs> yep. I consider it an absolute honour if people come to you with a problem. I do. That's nice. Yeah. To be fair, so do I, actually. I think that's nice. To be like, if someone trusts you enough, that's quite... Yeah, because they're trusting you with the fact that you're going to tell everyone you know. Yeah, What they've just confided obviously. in you with. Yeah. yeah. That's part of the game. Wait, do you tell everyone everything? Yes, yeah, she do does. Do you have a oh, fuck, yeah. there's, there's nothing I don't know. <laughs> you like, you haven't already said it on this podcast. <laughs> in the extras, in the extras. <laughs> I paywalled it. We edit it really well. That's why there's so many adverts of us plugging our tours. It's, we just need Can one. Can I plug my tour? Can I plug my tour? Oh, oh my yeah. God, do it now. I'm on tour. I'm on tour. <laughs> it's called Peacock. Peacock. It's called Peacock. Peacock. Thanks, guys. It's yes. from May till December. I'm doing everywhere. Are you? I can say what it's about now. Please. I yes. think. Yeah, um, so in secret, my partner and I have been foster parents for like 18 months, two years. Wow. Woo-hoo! And so, Congratulations. yeah, thank you so much. So I cool. love it. It's the best. And it's about the story of how we came to be foster parents, and it's not a very straightforward journey. So it's about that. I can't wait to see it. It's Thanks. something I'd really like to do. So I'm really excited. And I'm sure lots of people who have been through it or have thought about it or just like to laugh or want to see it too but I can't wait yeah. also it's a Kerry show it's just going to be really fucking funny yeah. thanks thanks mate really yeah I think there's some bits I'm yeah that I'm really like oh this is you know when you're doing stuff you're like oh I'm going to always love doing this bit yes like, yeah. yes, yes. and really you fun. have to do it so much if you don't feel like that at the start you're fucked so that's yes. great yeah. it's great also it's some of the best promo images of all time oh my time. god I so rarely message someone when I see like their tour announcement but I think I messaged you being like oh, this looks me too oh, me too this is a good so just like go all the dates are there on your images on the tile work on your Instagram so like definitely go and book and you know there's Thank very you. few comics I'd say this about but even if you have an off night 
And sometimes you're, you know, you have to at work. Yeah. Kiri will make it worth your while because she'll be wearing something amazing. I think, yeah, even if you'd want to zone out of what I'm saying, and I'm Good fine God, with that. God, it's a beautiful just, thing to look just, at. Just, yeah, just yeah. enjoy what's going yeah, on visually. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to objectify you, but no, like, it's fine. I'd go and be like, sure, listen, if she says a joke too, that'd be great. That's really <laughs> fucked up. Worth the price of the ticket. <laughs> I think I'm the equivalent of this guy that I used to sleep with when I was younger, and he was um, really fit, but I w- would not let him speak because yeah. he had this accent, but it was really unattractive. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> No names and yeah. would like not let him speak. And I was like, I'm having a lovely time as long as just shh. <laughs> Quiet yeah. inside voices. Yes. Where the, yeah, Poppy loop a... headphones yeah. in and put something else on them and, and I'll just I'll be that's a feast gorgeous. For the that's role play, but oh. you're a mute. Yeah. <laughs> you got a problem for us, Alex? We do. This is from M. Hi, Hi M. M. And if you could do it in an Anglesey accent, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. I won't be doing that. <laughs> Dear Trusty Hogs, I'm a big fan. My girlfriend's sister showed me your podcast a while ago, and I've been a Patreon member ever since. Wow, straight in. Fair play to you. I've also been to a couple of shows. I recently went went to one of Catherine's work in progress shows, but was too scared to whoop when you asked who here is a lesbian. Oh, <laughs> what did I ask? I'm always asking incredibly. That is quite an invasive question, to be fair. Yeah. Just, just want to check everyone's sexuality yeah. before yeah. I'm willing Honestly, to do the show. What am I like? I'm did right- I ask that? Do you reckon? No. As a straight woman, no. put your hand up if you're a lesbian. Just so I know. <laughs> Maybe you could. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't want to know. It's not my business. I'm writing because I wanted to ask for some advice, mostly from Catherine. I'm 22. And live with my girlfriend. Don't take I'll feel this. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, don't take it personally. That will just be that she doesn't want to hear put them in a well again <laughs> as they feedback. Yes. You're, you're cooking, you're cooking that up, aren't you? I'm my tank. Yeah. 22. I'm 22 and live with my girlfriend. We've been together for four years and it's oh, great. I've been out since I was 14 and I'm pretty comfortable with the fact I'm a lesbian. And although it's complicated with my family, coming from an Asian and African background, we found a way to navigate this. I've just been thinking lately, it's kind of sad feeling constantly on the outside of mainstream society. Normally, I don't think about it much, but as we get older, maybe leave the university environment, go into work, etc. I'm finding it harder to not feel like I'm on the outside of life. Um, as much as I try and avoid it, I know I have to accept that who I am is not the majority. I wanted to ask your advice. How do I manage the feelings of being on the outside? When I'm in a room full of uh, straight young people chatting about their relationships, how do I stop feeling like a spectacle? If I have no older queer role models that I know personally, how do I imagine my future in a world whose structures are designed for straight couples? Thanks for all the great content. Thanks, Catherine, for being out and being proud and making me feel less alone. Sometimes it's genuinely scary being gay. Sometimes it's fantastic. Best, M. Thanks, Em, for your beautiful honesty. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was gorgeous. Should we let the straight women go for it? Or do you yeah, wanna... you guys have a I'll go take for this. It. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, please. I that made me really emotional. Um, just because, like, one, I'm sorry that you still feel that way, and two, I don't know that I have a like easy answer for you where I'm like that stops completely. Um, I think I have structured my life such that it is a sort of test case for for the world if men didn't exist. But that's not on purpose. I happen to have built lots of like beautiful relationships with women and queer people. Um, and that consequently makes me feel more normal in my day to day life. But there are still like a lot of very jarring experiences where you feel like and it's never like. It, it, it doesn't really hurt, like hurt, it's not really like noticeable if it's like somebody like 
if your difference is felt but it's a positive but there are still quite a lot of like jarring like whoa oh yeah I forget that people hate us for no apparent reason and um, I think what you're talking about is like the day-to-day experience of being like huh it is just going to be treated like a special case and that is sometimes just tiring especially because you are also it sounds like this person is from a non-white background which means Mm -hmm. probably you have objectification or sort of like otherization on a couple of levels but I think the only thing I can say is that it's worth it by which I mean being gay is better most of the time than it is bad um and not that it's better than being straight M laughed um although I do think that my queer friends talk about straight women like straight people would have talked about us in the 80s <laughs> they're like oh with compassion like, we do it to our faces we should raise funds <laughs> it's just a harder life I know it's not a choice because who chooses it um but I guess what I'm saying to you is that um it also is the, and I hate to say it, but like it is your, where a lot of your strength probably comes from. And actually, I think being queer and growing up different gave me huge amounts of perspective and compassion for people who I did not. Ha- I mean, I, I grew up in a very white Ireland and hadn't got a huge amount of experience from different of people from different backgrounds to me. But I think being a little bit otherized gave me a huge sense of empathy and understanding of other people and also like where I don't presume I know what's going on or what's anybody else's story I like to think or I try not to um but mainly I think the answer is if you don't have queer role models I've got a solution to that you've got to go find some yeah I've got no you know what I'm gonna say Hebden Bridge Nope. No, right. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> it's time to join a football or rugby team. <laughs> um, and also, I think one last thing I'd say, sorry to go on, but the last thing I'd say is I spent so much of my 20s over explaining because people left a gap, like there was explanation needed. Get real comfortable with silence. I think I spent a lot of time being like, that's a question I should answer or a position I should explain. As opposed to just like my girlfriend. Oh, right, right. So you okay. feel the need to like justify yourself. I ended or... up having to like, yeah, I would end up saying my girlfriend and then I would explain my sexuality and then I would oh. end up, I would also like end up answering, fielding a lot of questions that I should have just been like, why, like as in people will often ask you incredibly invasive things when they say like makes you feel like a spectacle. It's because like, Somebody can be like, oh, me and my boyfriend live in. And they'll be like, oh, cool, it's a nice area. And then you'll be like, oh, me and my girlfriend live in. And people will be like, oh, my God, you're gay. And then you end up being like, oh, well, I'm bi. I guess I'd say queer. Oh, what's the difference? Oh, right. When did you come out? How are your family with it? And you're like, oh, we just met. And I think I should have, I wish I'd known to be like, how are your family with it? How do you guys have Mm -hmm. sex? When did you know your sexuality? Or to just be like, oh, like or I, I was also wish I'd given myself permission to be like fine they were fine I actually don't owe you yeah, the yeah, story yeah. of my life um, so I think like also remember you don't have to answer every question or you don't have to dance just because they think it's a show it's so true I think it's awkward but you don't have to answer anything you don't feel comfortable mm. with I would add the caveat unless it's me asking oh my god obviously if it's a nice lady who yeah. just wants the gas yeah yeah, yeah. I'm one of the good ones yes <laughs> If she has the to. A stands for ally, guys. <laughs> if she owns dungarees, you have what to. Tell her. A? What A? <laughs> LGBTQI. Yeah. 
IA. Plus oh, right, okay. <laughs> thinking Carrie from Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking right, name. Right. Fucking love of your middle name was Ally. <laughs> <laughs> it's Louise, sadly. Oh, I know. Darn. Um, you can 100% get like older, like queer, like role models, no? Could you just like do a parasocial relationship with someone? What's like your, what great solid advice. Yeah, like <laughs> Sarah Paulson, isn't she? She's married, isn't she, to a lovely lady? She's not yeah. married. Is she not? Okay, oh, well Taylor, she's in a relationship yeah. with yeah, Honor something. Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor. That's there it. we go. We got there on the end. Yeah. Like start a parasocial relationship with one of them. Yeah, or like, that's yeah. an option. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Or just. I, I'm, or just you know, hopefully try to meet some queer people in your community. Yeah, I, I know the bumping broccolis are looking for a member on their rugby team. Who are um, they? It's a rugby team in Broccoli in oh, South lovely. London. I know they're looking for more members uh, and it's like a, a queer rugby team, tag rugby team. You could just call it a tag rugby so, team. So a tag rugby team. Tag no. rugby's the best. I play touch rugby on most Mondays. It's absolutely banging. Do you actually? Yeah. Okay, so you... When I'm home or... Yeah, maybe. Nice. That's amazing. I Do started you- it like two years ago. I started playing rugby because um, I just loved watching it and I was like, oh, why have I-, I never got the chance to play it in school? So I train with Clangevney ladies. Um, although my One more time. Sorry, what? Oh, Clangevney. <laughs> Clangevney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not going to try it. Like- I will. Uh, <laughs> so it's at the side. Yeah, Clangevney. Clangevney. Yeah, really good. Yeah, really good. Adioch. I, oh, I edged up to it and went, no. <laughs> why do I always, oh, I'm the worst. Yeah. No, it's nice. lovely. It's, it's nice. really nice. This is why you're so good at learning languages because you will give it a go. Down. <laughs> oh. Seems really on her coil. Seems like rugby. Amazing. It's so great. It is really fun. Also, the nights out are absolutely feral. I'll bet they are. Yeah. I'll bet they I've are. I've done sort of like, I've tried to do stand up about this because the perception of rugby in England is very different to, in Wales, it is a working class game. And um, my team plays in the shadow of a chicken abattoir. And we are sponsored by a local scrap metal firm. So that is Shut the fuck so good. Up. Yeah, Phoenix Metals. It's they give us the goods. Movie about you. Yeah, yeah, about me specifically. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> a chicken abattoir, yeah. and you're all just like wrestling each other down into the mud. That's it. Yeah. And then you've got sheet metal factory written on your back. Absolutely. This is incredible. What's the sponsor called? Um, Phoenix is yeah, Phoenix Scrap of course, Metals. Of course, right I have on. a good relationship with them because it's I live you know very near to where I grew up, and uh, my the one thing I've inherited from my father is a is a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of how much scrap metal is worth at any point in time so copper all time high guys <laughs> go 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 get that old boiler tank wait out. so can you like Whoa. actually like strip metals and like take them to the place oh no I'm not get... like not, not, not on do... church yeah. roofs or anything like that <laughs> just see that's... Kiri on an off day she's got a cart like. what's the one that's in the car everyone, when people steal the cat um... stereos no People, what no. people get there <laughs> in the car what's the piece of a car that carburetor gets, that gets, yeah the carburetor gets stolen because there's something in that I oh I don't I, know that one I think it's none of us are scrap silver. expert experts I'd no say. no no it's not my it's, it's not my life and like could you just soul. google to check that I'm not imagining that people do steal a piece of a car because it has a like a precious metal in it I bet they do I'm sure and then you merge them should we get into scrap? It's a catalytic converter. Catalytic converter. It was a yeah, of our tongue. Is, yeah, yeah. My apologies. <laughs> but what does it ha- What metal? Copper. Does it have? Uh, a catalytic oh. converter is uh, has. Oh, hang on. I'll do some research rather than just trying to read it out. Thanks, so that'll be amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, We'd yeah. love to know. Can I? Can I jump in on the question? <laughs> oh my god, love you too. We'd really like to finish this. <laughs> catalytic and, and converter. And is actually thing. waiting. Yeah, go on. Thanks. Go on. Um, 
yeah, aside of it being very, it's really interesting to hear your perspective as well about, um, I I think it must be, I think you've really, um, you've really beautifully expressed the difficulties that must come with in, like existing in many identities at the same time mm-hmm. and often I think often people think when you're from one marginalised group that the other marginalised group will automatically have solidarity or empathy or understanding and I don't think that's always the case mm-hmm. from my friends who are like queer people of colour they find homophobia exists still within like you know queer politics queer scenes mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and, and racism certainly does yeah and yeah and yeah and uh and and vice versa, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that's the word I was looking for. Um, so I think that must be really uniquely difficult. But I also think there are communities out there that have recognised that. I know that there's like support groups or meetup groups for uh, like queer people of colour. So maybe that would feel in in the short term like a, a space that you can occupy and, and really be more authentic uh, or, or more understood or more seen. Um, and also, like, um, not to diminish what you're saying, but like, I wouldn't forget that in both instances, you are the global majority, um, which I know obviously is a phrase that we're working towards. Like, you know, if you're a person of colour, you are part of the global majority. And now, if you look at statistics in our age group, queer people are in in the majority. Um, what? So yeah, I did not know millennials. That. Yeah, yeah. I love to see it. You l- listen, you love to see it. They were you right. It was a dream come true, Catherine. It's an agenda and it they've is. won. You did it. You fucking did it. Well done. <laughs> Good job, meetup groups. We nailed it. Yes. Also, um, I genuinely think that like there is no shame in like if you are thinking of ever moving, not that you have to be, you might love where you live, but if you are ever thinking of moving, I think there's no shame in like going to that place and seeing how you feel. I wish I'd done that a bit earlier in London. I just moved to East London. Mm-hmm. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. These people wouldn't notice I was gay if it if I was paying them. Like truly, every single person has a mullet except me. I look like the straightest. Honestly, we walk my girlfriend and I walk through East London and I feel like I've come as like dressed as her mom. Like it's real East meets West. Obviously, like, this comes with a caveat of certain areas of East London. <laughs> yeah, but it's so Yeah. Queer but like not Shadwell. Looking. Like yeah. I used to live in Shadwell and you're yeah, right. Some, no, yeah, like you're right. Don't, I don't I don't want people coming to London for the first time and being like she said East. <laughs> yeah. I just be like, go to Hackney if you want to feel like no one can see you. Shadwell's the only place I've been to where in the pub they're like, just stole a bike, does anyone want it? I'll sell it now. <laughs> I love those pubs. I miss those. When I lived in Liverpool, like people would come in and were like, like, all right, girl, do you need any ham? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do you need any shoe- men's shoes in a size nine? I'm okay, thank you. Thank you so much. That's I'll- my size. <laughs> I'm a half wide fit. But I'll take that ham, sir. People selling cigarettes by like one at a time sort yeah. of a thing because I've just got a That's carton. Amazing. Me man went to Benidorm. <laughs> amazing. It's so good. And Alex, catalytic converter has three very precious metals. Three, three. Go on. Are the precious metals Helen, Kerry, and Catherine? Metal. Yes, darling. <laughs> uh, platinum, palladium, not the London palladium, and rhodium. I think it's the platinum uh, they steal. I've never even heard of two of those metals. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the platinum they but steal. Apparently, all of them have gone to like high prices in the 21st century. Yeah, they have because people are constantly. Should um, we get into that then? Like stealing wow. cars? <laughs> I think Sean McLaughlin had his catalytic converter stolen out of his car for a silver. Really? No. But I think he's got a new one because him and Sunil wanted to go sh- car shopping together and they did it, but they wanted to be taken seriously by the car dealerships. So they both it. wore suits. Don't say it. <laughs> they oh, wore no. suits and went together. I would, look, I would look at them respect. and be like, oh, some managers of a phone shop are here and I'm about <laughs> to take advantage of them. <laughs> also, why the fuck are you taking some Neil Patel with you? <laughs> it's a stupid choice. Oh, God. <laughs> Little suits on ready for their big day <laughs> at the car dealership. <laughs> 
Okay, so you're going on tour. It's called Peacock. People mm-hmm. can get tickets where? Um, my website's a pretty good place for it. Yeah. Fantastic.co.uk. And you have a podcast? I have a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, oh my gosh, of course you do. Yeah. Yeah, I have got All Killing and Filler with Rachel Fairburn, yes. which is true crime-ish. We just talk about lots of other stuff. And I've got one that's all about clothes and fashion um, mm-hmm. called Who You're Wearing. And then I just do one, if you're thinking I'm going on holiday to Wales, I do one for like the Welsh Tourist Board with SLTs um, called Pod of Wales. <sighs> Do you want to have a go at her name? I've actually met Esleth because she is from the same Who? village. Esleth? Esleth. Esleth. She's from the same village as H. Uh, um, as, oh no. Well, she lives in the same village as H. Oh, I thought she was from near my fair, yeah, yeah, in Bow Street. Yeah. Which is where my best friend's from. Really? Yeah. My auntie used to live there. That's so crazy. Mm. Great. Is it like a little, little Will your aunties time? be at all your tour shows? Uh, well, not the dead ones, no. no but um. no, no, <laughs> Can I say no, her name no, one more no, time? No, 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 es- no. I, I no, have a gig with her. No. Esleth. No. S ist. S ist. S. S. E. E. Ist. S. E. Ist. Yeah, really good. Really Thank good. You. It's a very tricky. S. Ist. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's so funny because you acted like the S and ill part were difficult. You were like S, S, ill, and then just like. It was supportive. It's like, well, come on. Um, listen, listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yes, thanks Carrie for having me, Harry Pritchard McLean. Everybody, go see Peacock. Woohoo! And then let's all travel Wales. Let's all travel. I'd actually love to travel Wales. It's great. There's a there's an incredibly cheap bus you can do on called the Trans Cymru, and uh, it costs I think to get from my house to Cardiff somewhere in the region of six pounds. Fucking but, hell. but it does take nineteen hours. No. Um, we could not make this podcast without you. We're so grateful to all of our producers. Thank you specifically to those in the executive lounge. Our executive producers, Guy Goodman, Simon Morris, Mary Fox, Annie Tonner, Sarah Deacon, Oliver Jago, Anthony Conway, Matthew Thomas, Madeline Quinn and Grace O'Reilly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to our producers who we love and respect so much. But I am looking at this list and there are still some names I'm not fully sure about. Slashes, chuck in and hope for the best. It's Richard Bicknell, L, Richard Bold, Neil Redmond, Victoria Hutchison, Harold Van Dyke, Tim and Dom, David Walker, Rachel R, Sadie Cashmore, Claire Owen Jones, Jess and Nick, Zoe, Sarah Molly, Raya Fink, Cordelia, Rachel Page, Helen A, Tina Lindsay, Graham Marsh, Amy O'Reardon, Abby Wharf, Matt Sims, Luke Bright, Leah, Kate Spencer, Tristan, Liz Fort, Tez, Anthony. Oh, no, wait. What happened? It's here? not Anthony. It's, it's- not. It's not Anthony Conway, it's Anthony Conway. I was corrected recently. What do I say? We both say Anthony. It's Anthony. Apologies, Anthony Conway from the executive producers. Now back to what might be Anthony or Anthony in the producers. <laughs> Chloe, Becky Fox, Emily G or Gee, Dean Michael, Stephanie Catraccia, best guest I've got, Sophie Chivers, Chivers, Shivers, we don't know. <laughs> Carrie Sooth, Carrie Sooth, Carrie Soothee, who knows? Charlie A, K3, Haley Vorf. Or Worf. Or no, come on, Vorf. Or Worf. Or Worf. Well, if it's, if it's Wharf, Hayley, put an H and an A in it. <laughs> Thank you very much. And if you're not a producer, an executive producer, but you want to support the podcast, please leave us a review on Spotify or on Apple. Please go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The amazing Alex is doing so many great clips for us. Agreed. We want everyone to be able to see them. Give our videos a like. Follow us all on social media. Follow Trusty Hogs on social media. And thank you very much. Bye. Love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.